at least I can ruin my supper and have chocolate for supper. I know. But no one's watching us. Oh. We don't have anybody that we're modeling for. One, two, three, four. Welcome to Marriage Talk. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Valerie. And this week we have the privilege to be talking with Braden and Kristen Hafner from Edmonton, Alberta. They're friends of ours yeah. and also co-workers, That's right. which is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. And along with working for Family Life, Braden is co-host of a podcast called Pure Victory. It's a faith-based podcast to win at sex, conquer porn, and find purpose in staying free forever. And in fact, I share my personal story of finding freedom from porn in episode number 13 of their podcast. We love their podcast and we highly recommend checking it out. They're going to be sharing their story of infertility and the growth that they've experienced through that difficulty. So let's head on over to the conversation we had with Braden and Kristen. Well, we just want to say welcome, Braden and Kristen, and thanks for joining us. Uh, we're really excited to mm-hmm. have you on our podcast and, and be visiting with you today. We know you. But I'm thinking, <laughs> and love you. And love you. Good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I'm thinking uh, a lot of our listeners wouldn't know you. So before we jump into sharing your story, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves, what you do, how you met, anything uh, that you want to share with us. Go ahead. Anything. Excellent. Um, Well, thanks for having us on, guys. Uh, We love you too. Yes, (laughs) thanks. And uh, thanks for having us on. But yeah, yeah, so we've been married for... What are we at now? 14 and 14, a half. 14 and a half Never years. Never say the half, but I think it's important because it gets you that much farther. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And we like Valerie and, and Sheldon are working for Family Life Canada, but yeah. we're in Alberta. So one province over from them. Yeah. Um, And we've been doing that for seven years now and we love it. We yeah. love investing in marriages and supporting marriages. Um, we see the value in that. So we give our life to it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, How did we meet? That's could be oh, a very long a- story, which we we won't go into yeah how long do you have two we, hours but yeah. <laughs> we joke we joke that we were a pre-arranged marriage we weren't and there's nothing wrong with pre-arranged so i don't mean that <laughs> anyway um disrespectful whatsoever but we joke about that because we our parents knew about each other mm-hmm. since we were little and so it's just kind of interesting because it's like i knew his parents and his cousins and his aunties and uncles and he knew my family and it just kind of so we joke we're pre-arranged because we, we just kind of got together that way and yeah intermix and he was at my house and i was at his house and then we became friends yeah she she um she wouldn't have gone for me though or uh uh at that point uh early on because i had long hockey hair back in the day <laughs> and um apparently it looked terrible i i guess people tell me that um i thought it looked good i had Your friends are all like dude rocking uh, it yeah job and yeah. all the girls were like no <laughs> yeah so i cut it off and apparently that was the key for me um, there you go <laughs> yeah and uh we became friends and that led to a deeper relationship uh, into dating and so it was a very natural thing for us i think yeah. and we're thankful for that uh, it wasn't hard and um different it, from all the other past relationships that i've had so that was really mm-hmm. eye-opening yeah. yes yeah. yeah yeah so there you go there's cole's notes no thank nice. you so really what i heard if there's any single listeners out there guys maybe cut your hair like that could be the thing that is is waiting for you yep. right there in front of you is a haircut the key to getting married yeah, <laughs> that's right and don't forget hygiene guys i'm just uh, like, I True. that is really important yeah brush your teeth. appreciate yeah. it <laughs> yeah. oh that's so good well i love that you you kind of grew up together right you've known mm-hmm. each other probably well obviously the majority of your lives mm-hmm. and so that's so cool yeah yeah 
Yeah. yeah. So 14 and a half years married. If you could go back to a young Braden and Kristen just starting out on their marriage journey, what would you share? You look great. You should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're looking good, young Brad. No, I, yeah, I, that's a great question. It is. Um, there's a lot of things that I think run through our minds when we're we're thinking what we could say yeah. if we went back. I, I think a, a big one I would have told myself, my younger self, is, hey, you know what? Maturity, that's a process. It's not a destination. It's okay. Give yourself some grace. You're going to grow. You're going to learn. You'll get there, but it is a journey. It's not, uh, it, like I said, it's not a destination. So it, it's it's one of those things I think I, I would have helped me a lot, especially early on in our marriage. I love that. Maturity is a process. So good. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I think I would have told younger Kristen, just tell Braden what you want. Don't <laughs> eye roll. Don't huff. Don't be like, oh, I wish he would do this and just kind of like, Oh, I wish somebody would just move their shoes or I wish somebody would just fill the dishwasher or just, just, and he's like, yeah, I wish that too. And you know, it's like, just tell him, just tell him what you want. Just in clear and a loving manner. I would have liked that too. <laughs> Cause I feel like I just, so many times you just, you just want them to know, read your mind. Yes. And, you know, if you loved me, you would do this or you would say that and. And we all have ideals in our mind. And so that was, I think I would just tell, just say it, just say what you want in a loving kind yeah. of but Yeah. That's, That's good such good advice because so many, I think women are more susceptible to it than men. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it just looks different between the two sexes, but right. that, I don't know, kind of that romanticized mm-hmm. lie that, you know, if you really love me, you'll just know exactly what I want. And mm-hmm. yeah, it just totally sets us up for failure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if we can just clearly communicate, yeah. <laughs> such a gift. Yeah. Yes, totally. Yeah. Take some of the guessing game out. Yes. Say what you actually mean or what you're looking for in a loving way. Uh, such great advice. Yeah. That not only I think for young Braden and Kristen, but probably for 14 and a half years, Braden and Kristen and well, 21 right. plus years yeah, uh, for Valerie. Sheldon and Valerie. So mm-hmm. I think, uh, I think we're learning right here on the podcast as well. So thanks. Uh, thanks for giving us that advice and, and that reminder to be those ways for that. So we want to jump into a little bit of, of your story. I mean, we've chatted with you about this before, but there's a part of your story that is hard uh, intriguing and I hope that uh, our listeners will be uh, will learn from it uh, and just how you've walked this journey and and we're gonna uh, really unpack with you your your journey of infertility and what that has how that's impacted you and so really could you share with us I guess uh, when you first heard you were going to be dealing with infertility how did you process that in your marriage mm. Mm. That's a great question. Um, we were uh, an interesting situation because we have had friends walk through this and usually there is a medical reason. Yeah. We got tested. We had all that Multiple work done times. and we're completely healthy. Um, numbers are great. Everything looks great. So we had, I think, layers to this because I think if we had a medical reason, maybe we could have wrapped our mind around that a little bit more. Yeah. But the fact that we're we're both completely healthy people 
Um, and the doctors just tell us, well, just keep trying. They just shrug their um, shoulders. Yeah, you, you feel a little bit at a loss because you're not sure why it isn't working out for you. I mean, everything seems like it's it's full go. You got the green light. Everything looks great. So we we had different layers to it. Um, but I do think that we handled it in, in stages, I would say. So yes. we, we process it in different ways. New seasons brought new challenge to that and new feeling. And mm-hmm. um, so we had to kind of work through what each season brought us and having a different perspective in each of those seasons as well. And it was, it was one of those things I think we had to just look at each other too and really lean on God. Um, our relationship with mm-hmm. Jesus Christ is the most important and central thing in our marriage. Yeah. And, and leaning on that, leaning on Jesus was uh, really key for us because often I think we can really spiral down if we're, we're trying That's to process that. our own emotions, right, yeah. honey? Yeah. Like it was, it was, we, we leaned on each other, but we leaned on God first. And so that was important for us as individuals, as a couple. And, you know, we're still processing. You yes. know, I think that it never ends. Um, like we're, as the, um, we get older, we realize that it, for us, it may not look the way we thought it would. Right. And so we face some um, uh, kind of new realities to that. And, and so we've, we've had to learn to continue to lean on Jesus and to talk this through, like, what are you doing? How, or how are you feeling? How are you, um, how are you processing this? And, and being able to share that with each other and not push it down or stuff it down. Um, it really helps to have a spouse that we're doing this. We're walking with us mm-hmm. together because we're a team um, we're not alone. And um, I think also being able to um, share what we're going through is important too, because we understand that through that healing can come as well. So, yeah, we keep an open dialogue for sure about it. It's just not, um, that's why Brad was saying, I think stages, we go through different seasons, different stages, and we just allow each other to talk about it. And if there's a weird feel like, you know, hun, I'm really sad today. Mm. Talk like, and there might be a trigger. There might not be a trigger, but just to allow each other to like, not push it, not be like, oh, well, we already discussed this. We're like, remember, we're, you know, we decided this or we're going to lean on God. And, and and yes, while this is true, just to allow open space to be able to just be open yeah. with each other and be like, you know, I'm doing really good today or I'm doing really bad today um, and whatever that might be. And if there is a trigger looking at talking about like, why is that? And is there something that we need to bring to God? Um, Is there something that we need to be dealing with? Um, That kind of thing. Um, so we we talk about it often. If anything, like, is there any change? Is there any kind of solution that you want to, like, option you want to pursue? That kind of thing. And just to bring it to God, for sure, I dealing it on my own was not a, it wasn't working well. <laughs> then you get a lot of emotional roller coaster rides and a lot of ups and downs. And because um, we're consistently trying, we're still trying to this day. Mm-hmm. And so if you just rely on your own strength, oh, okay, I, if I was relying on my own strength, it's very... It's fickle, right? It's so Sometimes fickle it because, yeah. you know, you, oh, am I pregnant? Oh, you got your period. No, not pregnant. Oh, yeah. I, you know, and it's just this roller coaster ride. Yeah. And now I don't hold on to it as tightly in my and fist. The beautiful thing about being a team in this too is like, I mean, very rarely in marriage are you both doing the same at any one point. Like one of Do you might be doing better than the other. And and we kind of have to help each other um, and vice versa. So uh, that's why leaning on each other as we're leaning on God is really key because, yeah, there's times where maybe Kristen's feeling better than I am right. and she helps me in that um, and, and vice versa. Maybe I'm doing better and, and we can just kind of help each other through those times. 
And, um, you know, that's really taught us a lot about each other and a lot about God and a lot about marriage um, and how we love each other and serve each other when we're having a sad day, when we're having um, maybe an angry day, or yeah. maybe we're having a frustrated day, or whatever, day. a self-pity day. Yeah. And we can, we can really communicate that to each other and help each other through that. And I think I just want to add something like for me, you know, like Sherlock Holmes, he has like a mind palace. <laughs> I <laughs> I have like what is called like my God palace, like my God, like when I'm stressed about something or when I can't handle um like this infertility thing, I am like, okay, I shut my eyes and I just, okay, I need to go meet God. And I just feel like I go to this place and he's always there. And I like every, like, I don't know, it just sounds kind of silly, but he's sitting in a, like a chair hammock. We're on the ocean, nice, cool breeze. There's a little bit of shade. I don't know why there's shade because I hate shade. I like sun. But I think it's just for <laughs> calm, <laughs> for calming effect. And he's always sitting there. Mm-hmm. I just picture Jesus sitting there. And he's just like, come, yeah. come, my child. Yeah. That's beautiful. And I can sit there. I can sit there with him. And I just say, God, I'm not doing any good today. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, I have something similar to that too. And it's, um, I think that we, the the byproduct of this that we never realized is our intimacy with Jesus has been impacted in such an incredible, in a good way. Um, we've, we've learned a whole level of reliance on him and to sit with us in our pain. Um, I don't think God always removes our pain. Um, he sits with us in it. And he helps us navigate it. Uh, you know, we, we understand this. Like, we were never promised, a, um, a, you know, a, an easy life. We were never promised, <laughs> no. you know, clear sailing the I rest wish. of our way. Yeah. I, 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 you know, it'd be great. But but what God did promise is he's with us. And whatever we go through, he'll be with us. And so we've, we're experiencing that. We can speak mm-hmm. to that because we're going through it. And in many ways, that's created a lot of gratitude for us, too. Yes. Wow. You guys, that is amazing. I absolutely love Mm. how you guys are leaning into each other. Mm. You're turning to each other and first to God to be your, your team, your support. It's so easy when we're hurting Mm. to just lash out in anger. And usually we lash out to the person who's closest to us Mm -hmm. um, because they're, they're there. Right. Mm. And you're, and you're the most comfortable. And so uh, you guys, It's amazing to hear your story and how you've chosen to not do that, how you've chosen to be a team, to comfort each other, to meet with each other, to not scold each other and say, well, no, we're moving on, but to just hear and listen and love. It's just beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just even a follow-up question with what you're sharing with that, because I think it's a beautiful picture where you're able to lean on each other. I think this is a learned muscle, uh, a, a learned yes. practice, a, a muscle that we build over time in marriage. Yeah. Could you help, maybe help us understand how you built that muscle? How have you built that muscle of teamwork? How have you built that muscle of trust? Knowing that, you know what? I'm not having a good day today. I know I can go to my spouse. It's not going to send them down a roller coaster it's not going to send them in a in a place where they won't receive what i'm sharing how have you been able to create a safe place in your marriage to have these really deep conversations of what you're you're personally going through in that moment mm. it's mm-hmm. a great question um 
I think like I was just gonna say I think in marriage like when we said I do like for us like it means I will always be in this marriage yeah um no matter what so it's not an if this happens right, conditional if this does mm-hmm. not happen for example children mm-hmm. um we were just like this is us like yeah. we committed and when he said I do we know we don't know what's ahead and the storms in life but we the choice is what I'm trying to get at the choice the mindset mm-hmm. of this is us this is it just the two of us and so we have to lean on each other yeah right that's right and you know what i think that there might be a a, a mind a level of understanding of that or a theoretical understanding of that uh when you say i do when you walk down the aisle on day one but as life passes as year one turns to year two and beyond you start to actually practice that um that choice uh, the I do. And it's um, it's not easy. There, I think our first inclination often when we're faced with any challenge is to run from it yes. or to uh, try to get our way or whatever, right? And um, for us, though, you know, if we're choosing I do, we're choosing us and we're choosing to love each other and serve each other no matter what. And I'm not going to say here and sit before you and say we get it right every no, time. Definitely um, not. <laughs> but but there it's it's a, a foundational thing for us. Like we know what we can come back to. Yes. Uh, we always think of what are our anchors in marriage. What yeah. are our markers? One of the big ones for us, a value, is that decision we made on day one. Is that we will choose each other, yeah. and um, that is you know in our love for each other, that is a choice we make on an ongoing basis. Um, we choose to navigate life together no matter what is around the corner. So um, it's not easy and yeah. it is a muscle, like yeah. you said, Sheldon. But um, I think that as you go through things, every marriage goes through things, yes. um, you get better uh, understanding that that is important and you can close up that gap of maybe what your initial feeling is of frustration or anger, yeah. upset, sadness. And you can move from that to understanding, hey, I got to choose this today. I got to choose this marriage today. And regardless of what I'm feeling, and and I think that when that happens, um, something beautiful just occurs yeah. in the marriage. There's a sweetness that that builds into the marriage <laughs> yeah. where um, we we learn that love is something that we learn to grow in together. Mm-hmm. Of course, the feelings are there, but love is is so much more deeper than that. And that's where the, the our intimacy grows um, in those times. It's not the good times where we see our intimacy grow. It's actually the hard times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's uh, something that we've actually been very blessed to learn and we're still learning. Yeah. yeah. And even if you don't feel it, you just choose to do it. And that helps build the muscle. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times in life do you not, like, I don't feel like doing a lot of things in life, <laughs> right? And you just choose to do it and it does make it easier. Not yeah. that you're perfect at it. It's just that it does help. Yeah. 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 That's beautiful. And such a great reminder because so often we feel like, well, if I don't feel that way, then I must not be supposed to do that Mm. right and and it's so the opposite a lot of the time that our feelings don't line up with what it is that we should be choosing to do and so we have to choose the hard thing choose the right thing and and do it anyways yeah that's awesome Mm -hmm. so for you guys what would you say has kind of been the hardest part of this journey Mm. Uh, I would say people's expectations. Mm-hmm. People have all kinds of ideas and expectations on. Yeah, us as a couple. Um, yeah. yeah, us as a couple, what being childless means and what it displays to others. 
they try and fix us they'll say like why don't you do this or have you tried this or what about adoption and, or foster? and we want to be clear it's not that uh, advice i mean we know it's coming from a place from them maybe that's oh, a good place sure. but um it's you know when that's all that you're hearing that um okay you have to be fixed you know we got to figure out a way to fix you then what happens for us as a couple um you know we can internalize it and start to think yeah there is something wrong with us and until we get this thing solved we don't match up we don't have value and um and that's not true so expectations of others is definitely yeah sorry you want no, that, that I, I'm glad you clarified that because it's true. It's we and we do the same thing. Like I, it puts a perspective on back on me. Like, do I offer advice that maybe I shouldn't be or whatever? Like it's it's a good it's a good thing to think about and wrestle through. Um, and like Brandon said, advice is is good and that kind of thing. But that's been really hard on us. I would say is people's expectations yeah. or people's assumptions. They just assume that I constantly want your hand on my belly to pray for me <laughs> uh, or my uterus. Um, just random strangers or that. Yeah. You know, they know somebody who has a kid that they don't know if it's in a good home. So do you want it? Like just random, random things. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, it's um, uh, I think, too, like it's it's in our, our, our own internal mindset, too, with this, because sometimes yeah. we can be putting assumptions on what other people are trying to do for us, too, because it's, it's um, uh, we like one of those things where we you can start to hear things a certain way and we yeah, have to combat that true. and that can happen in anything like you know if if when we hear of a pregnancy announcement we can have an internal mindset of disappointment and frustration about yes, our own life yeah. and that can become uh our default or we can combat that and be happy for people yeah. and still acknowledge that we might feel sad but not have that be the prevalent theme or thread of our life um so we've had to battle some of those internal assumptions that work in our minds too so we know it it can occur for others that are speaking into our life and, and vice versa for us uh thinking or assuming that what they're sharing is is based on some belief on their end too so this is a, it definitely is a challenge and um you know i think it's hard too because you know when you have parents that um you so desperately want yeah. to give them grandkids and uh, it's hard for them too so we understand this affects other people yes definitely. so um that that, that has been a hard part of this as well too of, of coming to terms with that and our parents have been great yes um they're that very supportive great, yeah. of us uh but you know i think that it's it's uh we do you it takes time to get to those places uh, sometimes people don't necessarily respond best to us so the, the interesting thing is we've had to learn how to give grace to people yes and um we're not always great at that but uh you know i think that that's been a challenge as well is that we i think when you're hurting you just think that people should cater to that hurt and right. that doesn't work like that. No. You know, we have to actually deal with our pain and our hurt ourselves. We can't rely on others to, to, to care for that. So um, we've had to deal with that too and learn what that means yeah. and then give grace to people because we get it. They, they're trying to help us in a situation. Yeah. Maybe a lot of people are awkward when they, they hear this is our story. They don't know how to respond to that. Yeah. And then we pick up on that and we're like, and it's okay. It's okay. Like we we're open about this. We can share. You're not offending us or hurting hurting nope. us when you ask no. so it's uh there's a lot of these nuances too and i think it comes back to it though that's really helped is that our value is derived first from jesus yes and we were never promised kids when we got married that wasn't a promise um that was a hope that we had yeah. but we understand in life we're never promised any one thing so we have to learn that our value first comes from jesus yeah, and um and that that's actually been a very beautiful thing for us to come to terms with because if we're always looking to children to give us our purpose yeah. in life, um, we're going to be disappointed because yeah. 
yeah, if we have kids, that is a gift. Absolutely. But kids don't always um, grow up the way you think they will. Um, They're going to make their own decisions, as you guys know. And you have great kids. Um, It's just just one of those things where we can't bank on that. We can't bank on things to go every single way we want it to. So we've had to learn that, hey, first, our value comes from Jesus. And um, we can really rest in that. So we've really learned to run to God in that, like filter it through him. So like, let's say there's a baby announcement. You know, it's like, you you get two feelings. You get like, like, oh, that's exciting. Oh, wait, that will never happen to me. Or can I ever do announcement? Or you get these two weird mixed feelings and to learn to run to God and go to my God palace, so to speak, yeah. and be like, just sit in his arms and say, God, like, I feel a little tinge. I feel a little hurt and pain in this area. Why? And just speak it out and just talk to him and just say, God, can you help me be happy for these this yeah. individual? And just going there faster instead of saying like, okay, just suck it up. I can do this on my own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just um, knuckling. Yeah, and just yeah. trying trying harder. It hasn't really helped. But I found that when we, okay, God, this is how I feel. And just kind of like go to him. You know how I was saying to Brad, younger Kristen that I wish that, you know, just tell Brad on what you want. It's kind of like, tell just tell God. Mm-hmm. Just everything that you kind of experience, just go to God and tell him. Like, yeah. okay, this is what I'm feeling. Yeah why or how help me process that or yeah you guys are amazing yeah i'm just blown away by your maturity and just your your process in all of this you you've just you're amazing yeah Yeah. (laughs) i think you're giving us too much credit there val (laughs) yeah like we've there's a lot of days where if you were to talk to us we probably would have sounded a little bit different so this is a this is lifetime lived um this is years of yeah yeah and we want to we want to reiterate reiterate that to anybody listening and struggling with this um you might be hearing us and be like oh my goodness i'm not anywhere in that mindset hey that's okay you know, we weren't always there too. We just want you to know though, that if you continually make the decision to choose each other yes. and choose to lean into a relationship with God, yes. he's the one who's going to do that work. So we can't take credit for, no, for what we're, we're expressing to you. This has been through, you know, sitting with Jesus and, and learning and walking with him, the rhythms that he provides for us. So um, yes. we can't take credit. And, and, um, and that uh, we just encourage you though, do the same. Um, you know, lean into God. And if, uh, if you don't know Jesus, you know, learn what that means. Cause we think it is the oh. best decision you'll ever make. Yeah. And it would not to say that we don't have back and forth. Like there is, there is days and you're like, oh man, I'm like at the beginning mm-hmm. and I have so much pain and so much hurt. And then some days you're doing better. So like we swing both ways. And so Absolutely. it's to allow yourself to go through those emotions. Yeah. I just want to say like, it's okay. Yeah. If you're like, I should be past this. No, it's okay. Because if you push it down and you don't recognize that pain, there's no way you can work through it. It's just going to resurrect. So to work through it is something that's important. Yeah, Yeah. that's so good. You got to process it and and deal with it. Yeah. 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 No, it's so thank you guys for sharing. Uh, Thank you both for sharing uh, your story there and how you've been handling and and the hard days and, and acknowledging that there have been hard days and there's been good days. There's been learning processes. You've been learning how to go to your anchors, make choices about what were your commitments and the covenant that you made to each other uh, through it all, uh, how to, how to give grace as people have these different expectations yeah, to others and to yourself, to others and to yourself. So you're taking these hard things, you're learning some, uh, how to stay strong through these things. This question, this one may be, I hope it's not too hard to, to answer, but have there been blessings through the hard days, through the <laughs> journey of, of infertility, uh, through hearing the news and, and having to deal with people's expectations, all these 
events that have taken place and and have led you to this place of being able to share your story have there been any blessings and if so what is what does that look like in your journey it's definitely a journey yeah. <laughs> right yeah but a hundred percent there are blessings yes. um often growth comes because you are facing situations where uh there's challenge and for us in our marriage this has you know caused us to love each other more and that's an interesting thing to say i know but it really has because we've learned a lot about each other through this. Um, we've learned how to trust God in the midst of the storm. Yeah. And, you know, I think that that has given us a very different perspective on life and a good perspective. You know, I think that for us as a couple too, we recognize because we don't have kids, um, that has opened us up to be able to do things that a lot of couples that have a young family don't. And so yeah. we we can we can acknowledge those things and and be thankful for those things. Um, we can pick up and go whenever we want. You know, we have opportunity to serve and in, in and have a capacity in a different way than than a lot of other couples do. So uh, we always go back to you know what Paul was talking about, and it's interesting because we're all in marriage ministry here. But he always <laughs> said he said I I I hope that you are like me in the sense of singleness. Why did he say that? Well, he said that because of the capacity he had to serve. He wasn't saying that marriage is bad. In fact, Paul has said such beautiful things about marriage. And he was one of the writers in the, uh, the New Testament. If you're, if you're not a Christ follower, you're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but he talked about that. And we've applied that same kind of understanding to kids. It has opened us up in the ability to serve in, in this particular uh, ministry that we're called to with marriage in a way that is unique. And so we're thankful for that. And yes, kids, a blessing. Having kids would be a blessing. Yeah. But um, in the season we are in, we can recognize the different things that God has afforded us um, through this. And and being able to recognize those things is has been healthy for us. Because um, I think you can go dark pretty quick. Yes, yeah. spiral very fast. That's right. Um, so when you recognize the good in this um, and what's coming from it too, like I've matured. We both matured in a lot of ways because of this. Um, and another big one is, We've learned to have a greater degree of empathy for people yes. um, and and being able to hear their stories, their pain. Um, we get it, yeah. you know, and not everybody's the same. We're not the same as you l listeners out there that are maybe going through something Every similar. Every infertility story is, is different. different You're a unique yeah. couple. We're a unique couple, but we can relate on certain levels with you and, and anybody that's gone through something. So that's been a beautiful thing from this too, is we have a, a greater understanding in, in a lot of people's stories and journeys. And I just like, God still has a purpose for me. I'm not purposeless yeah. because of my, per my parental status, right? Like he still has a purpose for me. He still has a purpose for Brad and he still has a purpose for us mm. um, because we're together. And I think just reminding ourselves that there is still a purpose there. And as Brad already mentioned, just focusing on what we do have, not what we don't have. And that takes so much time. It took years to kind of get into the routine of thinking, like just renewing your mind, right? You got to think about what, what, what do you have going for you? What do you have instead of what you don't have? Because as Brad had said, then you just spiral and it's yeah. like nothing good. You don't, you feel icky. You feel yeah. like, Ugh. yeah. Um, when you start going down that route. And so, and <laughs> Like, even if it's something small, like just to, I'm like, hey, at least I can ruin my supper and have chocolate for supper. I know. Like, no one's watching us. <laughs> we don't have anybody that we're modeling for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I know that sounds silly, but even something so like if, you know, if, if I want to sleep in, I can sleep in a little bit. Like, there's no, I know that's so 
silly and so no. surface, but just to, mm-hmm. to, to be like, Hey, that's a, thanks for the little, I call them God hugs. Thank yeah. you, God, the little God hugs. Cause he's like, you couldn't do this if you had kids. And I was like, Hey, thanks for the God hug. Yeah. Just yeah. our little reminders of what we do have versus what we don't, because yeah, you can spiral down. You can. Yeah. yeah. And another blessing too that I'll just add is, um, we've, we've really connected with, with God's heart for us in this, you know, when we come to terms, understanding that we are, uh, accepted and loved fully by him. And it's not what we bring to him that, that right. gains that acceptance. It's the, that he just fully accepts us and loves us. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to have kids to get that from him. And, you know, that's really just showing us more and more, you know, he sees what we're going through. He knows and he cares and he has a purpose for us in this. We don't maybe understand it uh, right. at this point or this side of heaven, but it's there. And so we're thankful that he is central in all of this and we can be um, completely have hope in him and, and be thankful to him for what we're going through in life because he, he's in it. And um, I think that uh, sometimes, you know, when we're, we're going to dark places, we, we miss that. And so it's just a good reminder for us that we can go to that he's in this. And um, we've learned a lot about him and a lot about ourselves through yeah. this. Yeah. That's amazing. Your guys's approach, you, you have you just you have a spirit of gratitude that comes through even in the midst of the darkness and the trials and the pain. Mm-hmm. You're choosing to be grateful. Mm-hmm. And so that's such an amazing example and testimony to us mm-hmm. and and to our listeners of just that choice to be grateful and to look for the good yeah. and look for the god hugs and that's so good <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah um so we're just about out of time but before we end is there anything else that is kind of burning on your heart or your mind that we haven't covered that you'd like to share before we end mm. i just want to make sure that everybody knows that it's a, it's definitely a journey um, I know we said that so many times. I just want to make sure that no matter what your story might look like, and we know that there's different levels of difficulty and different levels of challenges and struggles, God cares about them all. And no matter what, he is there to help us through it. Even if you don't see him working, he is there because he has promised mm-hmm. that. And so I just want to make sure that yeah, I, I'm saying this out loud too for myself. Yeah. <laughs> just as a reminder, it's good that I can run to him in any situation and mm. it's okay if I feel like I've gone back in mm. time and I'm like, I should be past this and I should, why am I just recycling back? And it's like, no, just give it to God, go to him sooner, run to him sooner, give it to him, work through that. And it's okay to cry. We yeah. still have tears, you know what I mean? And that's okay. Yeah. And that's not a sign of weakness. No. Um, I think feeling things and is, is important and it's okay. Um, I think sometimes in our culture, we we think, well, uh, to get past something means you don't feel anymore. Right. And and that's not true. You know, like we have memory of of what we've gone through, but we also have our present and our future. And, you know, we have days where it's hard, days that are great. And so it's okay. You know, I, I think that sometimes we're too hard on ourselves yeah. in some of these things. We think that we have to be at a certain point. Certain level. We create yeah. those markers. God yeah. doesn't. And, yeah. uh, and that's, that actually sometimes creates more burden on us. Right. So release that burden and mm-hmm. uh, give that to God and, and he'll guide us through the processes of life. And I think that he does it so much better than we ever could. So that's an encouragement. I want to, I hopefully that mm-hmm. you take it that way, but that's what we want to give is, uh, it, you know, just give yourself grace too, um, mm-hmm. to feel. And, yeah. uh, that's, um, something that we're, we've learned in our learning. Yeah. 
It's beautiful. Uh, yeah. So thank you uh, for sharing that and those mm-hmm. just little nuggets uh, of truths, nuggets for us, uh, our listeners to hold on to. Wisdom. Wisdom. <laughs> yeah. And Christian, just to go back to the, you know, being able to eat chocolate before supper. <laughs> This literally happened this week. Our daughter was eating chocolate and our Sophie was eating chocolate for supper. And Kieran goes up to her and says, these are his words. You're going to ruin supper. You're eating chocolate before mom made supper. So it, uh, yeah. anyways, it happens. they are watching. <laughs> yeah. See, and I just can ruin my supper and it's okay. I'll, I'll eat later. It's fine. That's yeah. right. You have the freedom to eat chocolate there. But again, we just want to say thank you so much for coming on and, and sharing your story of infertility and just the journey that you're on. And, and that's, I think, what I kept hearing throughout it, that it's a journey and everyone's journey is different. And we love always ending our podcast with a few questions for our listeners to to think about. And so we want to do the same here, even as we have interviewed you. We want to, we want to end with a few questions for our listeners to think about. And it's really from our conversation that we've had. And I want to ask all of our listeners, this is, where is your focus? Is your focus on what you have or is it on what you don't have? And another question to really process is, what does your God place look like? Love it. We just want to say thanks for uh, tuning in and and, uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for having us. Bye, guys.